You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So this morning, I want to share, I want to share with you, I want you to also, before I share, please prepare your heart to receive. Okay? Prepare your heart to receive during this conference. Be prayerful. Pray. And say, Lord, I want a download. Okay? I've been upgrading and upgrading. Now I'm ready for a super download. Okay? Yeah. Tell the Lord that. Because your desire is important. Yeah. But that's not what I'm preaching about. I want to share with you on what I title, Upgrade Your Living Standard. Right? Upgrade your living standard. How many people can do with an upgrade in their living standard? Yeah, I think I, I, I'm overdue for an upgrade, right? Don't you? Don't you? What about you? Are you aren't you? Aren't you overdue? Long overdue. That's right. Long overdue for an upgrade. And the Lord actually wants to upgrade your living standard. He wants to lift you up. Why? Because he gets glory. Do you understand? He gets glory from your life. When things are in accordance to his will. When things are in alignment with heaven. He gets glory. You cannot be a child of God and be living, living in hell. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be living in hell. Because some people's life on earth is almost like hell. It's almost like hell. Uh, although it's like the best hell. Because the real hell is... <laughs> yeah, that's the heavenly hell. Some people are living, but hell is hell. If there's any such thing as a heavenly hell. Yeah. So, but the point I'm trying to make is that there are some people whose lives don't give glory to God. It does not show that God is their father. Do you understand? It does not show that God is their father. It does not show... That, that God is at work in them. It does not show that, that God loves them. It doesn't show. And it ought not to be. Okay? It ought not to be. You say, oh, okay, you know, I, I, I don't believe in the prosperity gospel. I don't believe... This is not a prosperity gospel. This is a kingdom gospel. And for your information, prosperity is not from hell. Although, there is a demonic prosperity which destroys. But there is. If you go and study your Bible and look at the lives of the patriarchs, Look at Abraham. Study the life of Abraham. 
Study the life of Isaac. Study the life of Jacob. Study the life of Joseph. Study the life of David. Study the life of Solomon. Study their lives. Please, please, please divorce yourself from that religious mind that thinks it is holy for you to live below God's standard. Okay? It's not God's will. I know there will be seasons where we are tried and tested. There are seasons where we are challenged, and it's okay. It's, 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 it's in order. Are you following me? There was a season in the life of David that he was living in caves. Correct? He was sleeping in the bush, in the wilderness. There was a season like that in his life. There was a season like that in his life. So there are times that you might be going through challenges. It does not mean that it's a permanent condition. It just means that you are being trained. It's, it means that you are going through a process. You are, you are being formed to become a king. Because kings are made. Kings are made. Kings are not born. They are made. Are you following me? Yeah. Princes are born. But kings are made. Yeah. Have you ever seen a place where a king was born? He just came out and he's, they put the crown on his head. No. It doesn't work like that. He, he can be a prince. But he's not yet a king. So he has to go through a process. The prince has to go through a process before he gets crowned. So the challenge with many believers is that they are confused. They are confused. They don't know the difference. They don't know that, okay, this, I am a prince. Yeah, I'm a king. Yes, he has made us kings and priests. But I have not yet been made. I have not yet been formed, fully formed for rulership. Where I can be given dominion. Because a king begins to rule by decree. So he's still childish. He's still, you know, fighting everybody. Do you understand? He's still jealous of people's blessing. He's still jealous of people's, you know, God is doing something in somebody's life. He's still jealous of that. So he is not ready. For crowning. He's still jealous of somebody's position. He's jealous of somebody's promotion. He's jealous of somebody's wife. He's jealous of somebody's husband. Are you following me? So, not yet ready. You're, still, you're, you're, you're just a prince now. So, when you are ready, you will be crowned. Are you getting me? Yeah, and there's no shortcut to these things. 
Yeah, there's no shortcut. Don't look for a shortcut. Because if anybody promises you a shortcut, he's deceiving you. He's deceiving you. I'm telling you. Satan tried to offer Jesus a shortcut. Try to offer Jesus a shortcut. Let's look at it in Matthew chapter 4. In Matthew chapter 4, reading from verse, let's just read from verse 1. Okay. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Okay. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. Yes. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. Right? But he answered and said to him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle in the temple. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Right? Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the what? The kingdoms of the world and their glory. Alright? And he said to him, all these... I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Somebody say shortcut. Yeah, that was a shortcut. In Luke's, in Luke's um, account of this same verse, Satan says to him, it was delivered to me. And I can give it to whoever I wish. Yeah? So, he knew that Jesus came for the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. He knew that Jesus came to recover what Adam lost. So he offers it to him. He says, you don't need to go all that cross thing and all that, you know, all that journey that you have to go through, all that suffering. You don't need all of that. Simple. Just bow down. And I'll give it to you. And I have news for you. I have news for you. There are some people today who have bowed down. I'm telling you very, I mean authoritatively, I'm telling you. And I know some of them who, are, who have got mega ministries, but they have bowed down. They have bowed down, I'm telling you. They have bowed down and Satan has given to them. Has given it to them, I'm telling you. But time will tell. Hallelujah. So let's go through the process. Let's go through the formation. Let's go through the making. Because... When we step into, step up on, on the throne, the difference will be clear. 
It's not all that glitters that is gold. Jesus saw. He knew that Satan was offering him a shortcut. But Jesus was ready to go through the Father's process. Are you ready to go through it? The point I'm just trying to make is that don't be confused about the challenges you are facing. It doesn't mean you have been rejected. Do you understand me? It does not mean you have been rejected. It does not mean that God has turned his back on you. It doesn't. In fact, it means that God is working. It means that God is paying attention to you. The challenges you are going through, they are forming somebody out of you. And one day that person will emerge. And when the world sees you, and they see what you can handle, they see the authority that will come out of you, they see you speak and things happen, and they'll be wondering, where did this come from? They were not there when you were going through the wilderness. They were not there when you were going through the fire. They were not there when you were being chased here and there from one cave to the other. They were not there. They were not there. And so when, 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 when God decides to upgrade your living standard, they now become jealous. Don't mind them. The good thing is that God does not consult anyone before he blesses you. He doesn't need anybody's opinion. So what they think about you is their business. Are you getting me? It's their business. Hmm? Chrissy? Go through the process. Something will emerge. There's something... Oh, Kasunda Baha. There's something. There's something there. Just go through it. Don't look for a shortcut. Yeah. Because when it comes out, they won't recognize you. Amen. So, Jesus says, if you will fall down and worship me, I'll give this, I mean, Satan said to Jesus, if you fall down and worship me, I'll give this to you. Then Jesus answers him in verse 10. Look at what he says. He, he says to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. You know, the good thing is that Jesus knew the word. Some of us trying to, you think you can win Satan without the word? Defeat him without the word? I say, Satan, I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't like it. You, is that a weapon? What is that? You know, Satan is a, he's a king in his own in his own right. Okay? Jesus called him the prince of this world. He's a ruler. He's a ruler. The ruler of this world. Okay. So upgrade your living standard. 
Okay? Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 11. I read from verse 18, although what I want is down, but some of you, this is the opportunity you have to read the Bible. <laughs> verse 18, Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul. Bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You go to Jerusalem, you will see them with that. You know, they tie it on their head. <laughs> it's scriptures. They, they are doing this literally. But if it's not in the soul, it can be on your forehead. It's <laughs> yeah. It says, you shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down. And when you rise up. Okay? That's imparting this to your children. He says, And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and your, on your gates. Look at verse 21. Can you see verse 21? I want us to read it together. One, two, three. That the days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of heaven above the earth. Can you see God's desire, even from that time, was to upgrade their living standard to a heavenly standard. Can you see that? That your days... And the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them. Like the days of the heavens above the earth. Don't tell me it's figurative. Okay? At this time, in the Old Testament, they didn't know spiritual, they didn't understand spiritual realities. All they knew is literal. Okay? When God talks to them about delivering them from their enemies, it was physical enemies. It was physical enemies. Because in the Old Testament days, you don't see, they, they didn't have a revelation of Satan. It's only in the book of Job that you see a little bit. But even then, how many people really understood that? in the New Testament that God gave us a revelation of Satan. He gave us a breakdown. Jesus exposed him and revealed who he is. Even when the prophets were prophesying, Ezekiel, Isaiah, they were prophesying, they didn't even understand what they were saying. So, they, when God says anything, they, they, they take it and they apply it to their lives is religious theologians of our day that have come now to now interpret certain scriptures in such a way that you just spiritualize it. Scriptures have many applications. Don't allow the scriptures to only remain in your spirit. 
Let it affect every area of your life. Let it affect your career. Are you following me? Let it affect your studies. Let it affect your family. Let it affect your body. Let it affect your brain. Let it affect every area. So it's time for a total upgrade. Every area of your life. If you are part of this church, I command you to be upgraded. I insist and I command that you must be upgraded. You better receive it. Your living standard is upgraded right now in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Your, your, Your standard of ministry must be upgraded right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, as you minister to people, do it with another standard, a higher standard. Let it be upgraded. So you're living everything about you. I command to be upgraded. Command it. So I want to see manifestations of these things. So God's plan is for their lives for their days in the promised land, right? To be as the days of heaven on earth. And where is the promised land? Canaan. Where is Canaan today? Where is it? In heaven. How many people say heaven? Come on. Okay, nobody. How many people say earth? How many, how many people say in between? <laughs> because there are some hands that were not up for heaven. They were not up for hell, earth. And then what's the other option? You don't know. Huh? Yeah. The promised land speaks of every promise of God. That's your Canaan. Whatever God promised is a Canaan. Okay? So a Canaan can be healing. Are you getting me? Yeah. A Canaan can be healing. A Canaan can be provision. Are you following me? Yeah. A Canaan, anything God promised, it can be protection. If it is a promise then it is a land of promise. So when you read your Bible and you see promises, don't just say, wow, what, how nice. No, that's your inheritance. That's your Canaan. Don't just look and smile. Enter it. Okay? Yeah, enter it. Because it's, it's, it's yours. So that's why I'm very confident, I'm sure, I'm certain that um, the things God is saying, He's going to do in our lives. Why? Because it is His will for us to have our days as the days of heaven above the earth. So now, question, what, how do people in heaven live? 
Because if we're going to upgrade to that level, we need to know how they live. What is the reality in heaven now? Somebody said something there. No one's sick. Yeah, there's nobody sick in heaven. So, you have a right to reject every sickness in your body right now. You have a right. Because it's not heavenly. Correct? It's not heavenly. So, you don't have to accommodate it. Oh, you know, uh, Pastor, but what if it doesn't happen? What if I pray and, you know, it doesn't? Hello? Where's your faith? I thought you were upgraded. Yeah. So, you need to rise up. Begin to read your Bible. Look for what is a heaven, heavenly reality. And then, that's your level of upgrade. And you need to start applying your faith to see that happen in your life. Okay? So, when there is, when, when there is, uh, what else is in heaven? What, what, reality, what other reality? Praise. Okay, he says praise. Yeah, heaven is full of praise. Even the plants praise in heaven. So that means you need to upgrade your life from the life of a murmurer. Yes? Come on. Yeah. Instead of murmuring, complaining, everybody in the office is complaining and you join them to sing those songs of complaint. That's not heavenly. It's not your reality. Don't do that. Don't do that. They complain. If you, if you don't have anything better to say, walk away from there. You don't have to be there and sit down and take all of that into your spirit. It's going to downgrade you if you stay there. Okay? So, if you don't have anything praiseworthy, Just keep quiet. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. This is a heavenly reality. Okay? Look at what it says. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true. Is it true? Or not? If it's not true, shut up. You don't need it. Hello? Is it okay to say shut up in church? Or is your religious mind... Offended? If you're offended by that, please meet me after the service. I will personally offend you. Okay? I'll properly offend you. Yes. So, whatever things are true, you see, they say, oh, Pastor, I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just realistic. I, I'm very truthful. If it's true, it, you know, I like to say the truth. I like to say my mind. It, it, Pause there. Let's analyze the word true. What is true? Hmm? People are confused. They don't know the difference between facts and truth. 
It could be a fact, but it's not the truth. Oh, we thank God we were not downgraded. You know, we were not, oh, what's the word? What's, you know, the, yeah? Junk status. We were not downgraded and all of that. Is that truth? It's fact. It's not truth. What is God saying? It's what God is saying that is the truth. I'm trying to be politically correct. I want, I, I want truth. Bible says the entirety of your word is truth. Hmm? Oh, this person, you know, if you know, if you know what she does, she's like this, she's like that. Is that the truth? Is that the truth? You know, the reason why people spread gossip is because they don't know the difference between facts and truth. You are not called to spread facts. You are called to spread truth. So in heaven, it's only truth they interact with. They interact with truth, not facts. That's why you can get to heaven, somebody, he killed somebody. Do you understand? And the moment before he got killed, he says, Father, please forgive me. And he gets killed, boom, he gets received into heaven. What are you going to do? Are you going to, if you get there and you see him, will you protest? You start to toy toy and say, no, no, no. It's not right. It's not fair. This person should not be here. He killed my uncle. That's a fact. But it's not the truth. Yeah, it's not the truth. What is God saying about that person? God is saying, the blood of Jesus is speaking over that person. Forgiven. Forgiven justified. And that's the truth. That's the truth. I'm telling you. Many people will be surprised when they stand before God because the things they embrace as truth, they will discover are not truth. So don't be confused. Be careful how you relate with people. Don't relate with people because of facts. with them based on truth. What is God saying? What is God saying? Listen, everybody has imperfections. Is there any perfect person here? Lift up your hand. Let's cast out the lying demon. <laughs> Lift it up if you are here. Perfect person. Unless you just arrived from heaven. You, you know, you were not born of a woman. You just, you just landed. And you manifested and said, yeah, I'm here. Perfect. Okay, then I understand. But if you were born by a woman, you're not. Okay? In, ca in case you don't know, that's what helps us to pastor you. Because we don't pastor you based on facts. Yeah. If, uh, if I'm to follow the facts that I know about some of you. Oh. <laughs> you won't even see my brake lights. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
Yeah, you won't see it. Yeah. You know, there are times God speaks to us about you. God speaks, says certain things. Just as if you don't know. Just love you unconditionally. Yeah. I think I don't know some of you, the things you have said about me. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. No, honestly, I'm not offended. Those are facts, but I know the truth about you. Do you understand? I know the truth about you. The truth about you is that God is saying, this is my child. I have a plan and a purpose for this person. God is saying, this, I, this one is chosen. Yeah, I'm telling you. So, we relate with you based on the truth about you. Not on the facts. So whatever is true. Whatever things are true. Not whatever is factual. Is it clear now? Alright. Whatever things are true. Whatever things are noble. Come on. Is it noble? Say hey. I saw him coming out of it. Uh, went into an adult shop. Is that noble? Don't put it in my mind. I'm not interested. Keep it. Yeah, if you want to accommodate it, keep it. But please, don't share it with me. My ear is not a dustbin. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, my ear is not a dustbin. Don't, don't bring that nonsense to me. I'm trying to upgrade here. Don't, don't downgrade me. I want to live like heaven. You are bringing hellish facts. And I want heavenly truths. Keep it to yourself. I don't want it. Okay? Whatever things are just. Huh? Whatever things are just. Whatever things are pure. Come on. Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Because time will not allow me to, to break every, every single one of them. Go and study it yourself. Yeah. But these are, these are, this scripture can bring heaven into your life. I'm telling you. If you will take it and start approaching life like that. Start dealing with people like that. He said, oh, this person did this. Somebody said to me, ah, this person did this, this person did this. I said to him, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He made a mistake. Come on. Yeah. You, you think that because... In, in case you don't know, we are not, we don't live in compromise. In fact, if you've been in this church long enough, you know that. We don't joke with sin. Do you understand? Yeah, we don't, and we don't condone it. 
But at the same time, we have to be godly in how we deal with things. Because that's how the Father deals with us. Am I correct? How many people have disappointed God? So many times. Do you know, if you were God, you would have killed yourself. Yeah, of course. If you were God, and you saw yourself doing what you are doing. Ah, that's the end. But he looks at you and says, my daughter, can't you see how much I love you? You are above that. Don't downgrade yourself. You are royalty. Don't get into slavery. Come on. Hmm? Yeah. If you want the truth, this is a church you come to. Years ago, I was preaching in Cape Town and somebody got up and ran out of the building. And then the person that invited that person to church ran after the person. What, what, what's happening? He says, your pastor is too hard. What he's saying is too hard. Then I went to God. I said, Lord, am I too hard? Should I mellow down? Should I, you know, the Lord says, don't. He said to me, don't. He says to me, the time will come when people will be looking for the truth. And he says, they will locate you. When they get tired of lies, when they get tired of falsehood, they will know where to go to. So he says, remain steadfast. So that's why we don't change. Just be consistent. Hallelujah. It's time for an upgrade. And when I'm talking about upgrading your living standard, you can see that I'm bring, trying to bring some heavenly realities here. Because these things, if we can begin to apply them, you'll be amazed at how it will affect your quality of life. Yeah, it will affect your quality of life because if you will do this, there is so much more, but you know, I'm just, I'm, I just give you this as an example. If you will do this, you'll find out that your faith will work better. It becomes easier for you to believe God. It becomes easier for you to receive from heaven. Because your heart, your mindset, your attitude is already heavenly. So you, find, you start attracting heaven. But when you live in strife, huh? you're always setting traps for people, waiting for, to see if they will make a mistake. That's ungodly. It's Satan that sets traps for people. God does not set traps for people. Are you getting me? Yeah, God doesn't. Don't do that. Your father doesn't behave like that. Don't behave like that. No, no, no. That's out of character. Yeah. It's out of character. Be like your father. Pastor, <laughs> I'm making it hard now. As a matter of fact, you were already planning what you are going to do this week to that person. Come on. Just look straight. Nobody will know you are the one. But I know this. Yeah. Don't worry. Just let go. 
Do you understand? Just pray for that person. Just say, Lord, I release this person. I forgive this person. Forgive. Heaven is full of people that have forgiven. People that have forgiven and have been forgiven. Because there's no unforgiveness that can enter heaven. If you don't learn how to forgive people, your, your bed in hell has been prepared already. Honestly. I don't care how greasy or greasy it is that you, that, or well, that you believe, whatever. You'll be shocked. When you get there, you see the number of Christians that are roasting. Yeah, because of unforgiveness. Yeah, I'm telling you. Be quick to forgive. If you are able to develop that. Oh, Pastor, I don't know. I find it hard. Yeah, you need an upgrade. Okay? Your living standard is below your level. That's why you are finding it hard. So, upgrade quickly. Upgrade quickly. So that you can live heaven on earth. Heaven is peaceful. Are you getting me? It's peaceful. Don't you want peace in your life? Don't you want peace at home? Don't you want peace wherever you go? Then do these things. Hallelujah. Yeah, but pastor, this person is so difficult. This person is so wicked. It's okay. It's part of your training for crowning. Okay? You are being trained. You are being taught how to deal with demonic people, hellish people coming around you and behaving somehow, trying to bring, trying to make you a citizen of hell. But you need to say, no, I refuse to downgrade. I refuse to downgrade. I am not going to walk in unforgiveness. I am not going to walk with bitterness. Do you understand? Because there is no bitterness in heaven. Am I correct? Yeah, if there is no bitterness in heaven, there is no reason why you should have bitterness in your life. So if we will allow these things, honestly, we are going to see God. Do you know that there are many times God does things for me that I don't even pray for? I don't even ask for. There have been times that I just, I just wished and then it happened. Honestly, before God. I, I, just, I just wish I could do this. I could have this. I have not even prayed. Then it comes. Do you know why? I believe that because it's, it's not because I'm perfect, but I'm striving. Do you understand? I'm committed to getting there. And if you will begin to live your life like that, I'm telling you, you'll just be attracting blessings. Blessings. In Nigeria, they say blessing. Nyaf, nyaf, nyaf. Nyaf, 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 nyaf. Huh? I don't know. How do you interpret that? How, what, what's? Huh? It's, it's, it's too much all over the place. Everywhere, everywhere you look, blessing, 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 blessing. Hey! Hmm? Yes, nyaf, nyaf, nyaf. You step everywhere, you go, blessing, blessing, blessing. You turn to the left, to the right, you go, ah, blessing, everywhere. That's how heaven is. 
That's how heaven is. Everywhere is blessed. And that ought to be your reality. That's, your, your, that's the standard and the quality of life that your father has ordained for you. You know, John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus makes a statement there. He says, the thief comes not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He says, but I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. Look at that in the Amplified. Because after this service, I want to banish some things out of your life. Hallelujah. He says the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. That's why he comes. That's why he brings hatred. You don't understand. Hatred is not something you accommodate because it is designed to kill you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's part of his strategy to downgrade your life. What? Huh? People offend you. Offend. Jesus said it's on. It's impossible that offenses will not come. But he says, woe to him from whom they come. So, if you offend me, it's between you and God. Do you understand? I just want to be heavenly. I want to be heavenly. You continue to offend. One day, you will face him. And you better be ready. Yeah. When it's time to give an account for why you have been offending me. Yeah. Oh, don't you know? <laughs> There'll be a lot of surprises. He says, I came that they may have and what? Enjoy life. Let me pause there. Are you enjoying life? Or are you enduring life? Come on. Your living standard is the standard of enjoyment. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's, Jesus came so that you will enjoy. Hey, pastor, I have suffered and I'm suffering. That's not your destiny. It's not permanent. It's just temporary. You are a king in, 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 in hibernation. Time will come that you will be in abundance. Amen. Says we will lend to nations. We'll lend to nations. I'm telling you, you'll see it. He says, and have it in abundance. So not only should you have life, not only should you enjoy it, it must be surplus. That's the that's the meaning ab abundance to the full till it overflows. How many people have it overflowing? Hmm? Overflowing. Is it overflowing yet? Not yet. Come on. I want anybody, if yours is overflowing, I want to be your friend. Who, who, is, who is it here? Yours is overflowing. Ha. Huh? God, nobody. Please, Lord, cause it to overflow. In the name of Jesus. Let it overflow. Yeah, let it be an overflow. An overflow. I rebuke every scarcity. 
in the name of Jesus. I banish every limitation. I curse poverty in the name of Jesus. Anything that is contrary to heaven, I come against it. I crush it. I subdue it in the name of Jesus. Loose. I loose heavenly supply in heavenly proportions in the name of Jesus. I release it. I release it. I release it. Let the floodgates open. Let the floodgates of heaven open over this church. In the name of Jesus. Let it open. Let it open. Let it be a flow. Let it be a flow right now. Abundant opportunities. Abundant provision. Abundant doors. Abundant provision. In the name of Jesus. Shortage. Go in the name of Jesus. I cast you out of this place. I come against you by the authority of the kingdom of God. Get out of this place. In fact, I open the door right now. Get out. Get out. Get out right now. Get out right now. Get out right now. Every spirit of poverty, I curse you. I bind you. I cast you out. Walk out right now. Walk out right now. Walk out right now from the lives of God's people. Walk out right now. Walk out right now. Right now. The door is open. Find your way. Find your way. Out. 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 In the name of Jesus, I command you. I command you to leave the life of God's people. I revoke every curse. Every curse. Because heaven is not a cursed place. And there's no cursed person in heaven. Nobody in this church is cursed. I revoke every curse. In the name of Jesus. I revoke it. I break it. I lose you. I call upon your life. Right now. Let the angels of abundance. Let the angels of provision come in. Come in right now. Come in and begin to minister to God's people. Come in right now from heaven. Let heavenly provision come in right now. Come in right now. Come in right now. Come in right now. Receive. Receive from the ministry of angels. Receive into your life. 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 I see an upgrade. I see an upgrade. I see an upgrade. I see an upgrade. God is upgrading you. Upgrade. 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 Receive it. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Yes, 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 yes. An upgrade. An upgrade. Right now by divine decree. By the decree of the king. I upgrade your life. I upgrade your standard of living. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Into your life from heaven. Into your life. Receive it. Receive it right now. By faith. Receive it right now. By faith. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Come on, tepista ha. Come on, tepista ha.
Come on, Tebistaha. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Yes. Yes. It's yours. It's yours by inheritance. It's yours by conquest. It's yours by conquest. He has conquered for you. He has conquered. Receive it right now. It's conferred upon you. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Begin to receive. Tell the Lord, Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive an upgrade. My lifestyle. Every aspect of my life. Let every aspect of my life be upgraded. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. I receive. I receive. I receive. Monda Kasuda Baha. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you glory. Father, I thank you. I bless you. I bless your name for everyone here right now. I have declared your word as you have spoken. Let it be in every life here. Everyone under the sound of my voice right now. Those in here, those downstairs, and those that will listen to the message, either through podcast or CD. I speak and I release the same, the same unction, the same manifestation, the same workings of the Spirit in their lives right now. Right now. Let there be a permanent change in their lives that they will never again come back to this level. From here, this is the least they will begin to rise from here. They will begin to rise supernaturally. I command those doors to open. Lord, let your angels be released right now. Where there's need for fight, let the, your angels fight. In the name of Jesus. Fighting, fighting. Everyone that will come against these ones will encounter your warrior angels. In the name of Jesus. Everyone that will come against them will experience your, 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 your wrath. In the name of Jesus. I speak that over their lives. I speak that over their lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Before we leave here, if you are in business, come forward. I want to pray for you. Any kind of business, just come forward. Quickly. You move quickly, quickly. Don't be sluggish in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Today is your day. Today is your day. Going to release. There are some angels that are going to be released to follow you from now. Okay? They will begin to work with you. Okay? They'll begin to work with you in your business. All right? Angels will begin to work with you in your business. Okay? Yes. Expect that. Expect that some of you will see them. Some of you, from time to time, God will show you. Some of you, even if you don't see, they are there. Okay? 
Lift up your hands. Say, Father, I receive the ministry of angels in my business. Come on. Yeah, receive. Begin to, begin to receive. Open yourself. Open yourself to the ministry of angels in your business. Because your business needs an upgrade. Your business needs an upgrade. Yes. Receive it right now. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Father, I stand before you this morning as, as your servant. I stand before you as your messenger to this generation. I stand, O oh God, in my office. I stand where you have placed me in the spirit. I stand there, Lord God, by virtue of the authority you have placed upon my life. Mighty God, and I make a decree over these ones right now. These are the people, these are the kingdom financiers. These are the people that you are going to use to bring in supernatural, supernatural provision for your work to advance. Right now, Father, I ask that your angels will mark them. Mark each and every one of them right now. Mark them, Lord. Let them be marked for greatness. Let them be marked for greatness. Right now. Oh God. As a king in your kingdom. Because that's what you called me. And as a general in your army. Because that's what you call me. I speak oh God over their lives. I speak over their lives. Every power fighting against them will face the authority of the kingdom. Every power that wars against them. My Lord and my God, from today, I release the host of heaven over their businesses. Over their businesses. In the name of Jesus. Every business that is committed to your kingdom. Lord, I bring under this canopy right now. I bring under this authority right now. And by virtue of that, I command, I command doors to open. I command nations to open. Lord, right now, let there be supernatural openings. Supernatural openings. Divine connections. Divine connections. Divine appointments. Right now. Right now. Over their lives. I speak. I release the wisdom. I place into their hands. The keys of David. I place into their hands. The keys of the kingdom.
mighty God to open the keys to open finances. The keys to unlock resources. The keys to access the treasures of darkness. Hidden treasures shall be revealed to them in the name of Jesus. Speak to them in dreams. Speak to them in visions. Speak to them through the still small voice. Speak to them through the audible voice. Speak to them through the ministry of angels. Speak to them. Let them hear your voice. Teach them to profit. Teach them to profit. Teach them to profit. Teach them to profit, Lord. Teach them to profit. I empower you right now. I empower you right now. For dominion in the marketplace. I empower you right now. For dominion in the marketplace. I empower you right now. For dominion in the marketplace. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Now, listen to me. The Spirit of the Lord just spoke to me. It says, some of you, you tithe, but your business does not tithe. That's your problem. That's your problem. And it brings a scripture to my mind, which I'll read to you right now. Genesis 14, verse 18. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of Most High God. God Most High. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. That's the scripture all the way to read. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies in your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Who is he talking about? Abraham. Okay. What happened here? Abraham went to war. Okay. And he didn't go as an individual. He went as a corporate. Are you getting me? He went as a corporate. He fought. He defeated came back and gave a corporate tithe to Melchizedek. That's the scripture the Lord brought to me. He says, you want the heavens to open over your life and your business like it opened over Abraham. Follow the ways of Abraham. But from today you are blessed. You have been upgraded. Okay, you have been upgraded. You are going to rule. 
in the marketplace. Your names are going to make headlines. Some of you are going to become study cases. Are you following me? Mark today. Go and record today in your diary. Today, your life has changed. Your life has changed. God bless you. You may go to your seats. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Time has gone. But it's never too late. When, it, when you want an upgrade, you are not looking at time. Am I correct? Yeah. If you keep looking at your watch, it's because you are okay. You don't need an upgrade. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.